Hello everyone, welcome to episode 82 of the Phoenix Experiment. I have been having a lot of issues lately in my efforts to try editing software. So I started with GarageBand and I was pretty excited about it, it was working well. I did episode 81 and then I wasn't able to upload it to Anchor and I couldn't figure out why. Eventually in emails with the uh, help uh, tech support, I was able to figure out that if I made the file an mp3 I could upload it that way and the reason I figured that out was not by any you know great stretch of (laughs) imagination on my part but the uh, tech support told me to email them the file as an mp3 and then they would be able to go from there and then I put two and two together and thought well why don't I just if I'm going to convert it to an mp3 why don't I just upload it myself and see if that works and it did so success so I was like all right we're off to the races then I recorded episode 82 and it was going well I was in the middle of editing it and it just stopped allowing me to edit anymore it's just I couldn't do it and so I eventually called uh, tech support again uh, Apple support and they helped me and they were super helpful and it was really great and we had to create a new profile and do all sorts of stuff and eventually I was able to edit again and I was very relieved and we were moving forward uh, step by step but then I got off the phone with tech support and I went back to the project and once again it would not allow me to edit so I was kind of fed up at that point and I decided I'm going to download Audacity. So I did, and here I am on Audacity right now. I'm super new to it. I can't tell you uh, much about it, but so far, so good. So I'm going to go back and edit this episode to test the waters of editing with Audacity, and we'll see. And I may just completely delete episode 82 out of GarageBand because I don't even want to deal with it. I just want to move forward and make progress. And so that is what we're trying to do tonight. Now, to tell you a little bit more about what's been going on, because so much has happened, so much has been taking place that I don't even know where to begin or what to leave out at this point, because I have certainly been been gone in in these endeavors, even though it's just been two episodes, it's taken way longer than two days. So that's been a little out of control. But I am moving forward with starting a business that has not changed, but the direction I am taking has changed, of course. Welcome to the journey. And I'm really excited about it, however. It is the the first time that I feel like I'm pursuing something that is authentic to me personally. Like if this is truly my personality and my this is what I do and this is my passion already like this is something I'm already doing and have been doing my whole life in many different ways and I thought about this I've been thinking about this for years actually trying to figure out what what is it that I do and what is it that I could do with my hobbies 
you know, how could I make them into a business? And I could not, for the life of me, think of anything. Uh, For years I've been contemplating this question. But recently it occurred to me that I could become a curator. Now, a curator, when I think of a curator, normally the first person I think of is is in an art museum and they curate other people's art. And curators have a very special place and a very needed place in a museum. They bring all of these different works together and, and have the works tell a story or, or a perspective and uh, that would be very different if there were different pieces of artwork in that same space or in that same layout. So a curator kind of creates a story with the, the way that they curate and their perspective that they bring to the curation. And as a reader, I am curating all the time, but for myself, uh, bringing together different concepts and different ideas and uh, connecting dots where maybe there didn't seem to be any sort of connection before I started reading. And, and that's, that's what a curator does. And so I thought, you know, Maybe I could start a business where I am teaching other people how to start a business curating knowledge of others. And I'm, I got really excited about it. Uh, it's, I'm going to break out and and start with a podcast, of course, and I'd like to continue this podcast. Uh, So the one I'm speaking of is going to be a separate podcast. It's going to be an interview show, the way that I've been planning this whole time, just with a different topic. And it's going to be uh, interviewing people who have started businesses around curation. And this may be confusing, and I understand it. I, I understand that it may be confusing. I have not, at this point, solidified my, my, my pitch statement or, or anything. I definitely still have work to do. Uh, but let me give you a few examples of what I mean. Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book Think and Grow Rich, which is very famous and there's a good chance you've heard about it and maybe even have read it at this point. He is a curator, a classic curator. He Napoleon Hill did not, he wanted to learn about success. So the way that he did that was by going out and interviewing people who he felt were successful. And he asked them questions about how they got where they did, what types of things did they do, what did they think, what habits did they have, uh, etc. And he interviewed these people and and gathered all this information and got, you know, put it together. And over the years, and then he wrote a book. He he put it all into this book and he published the book. And he became known as the man of success. Like when people wanted to know about how to be successful, they went to Napoleon Hill. And it wasn't because he started out as a successful man that everybody knew. 
It was because he spent years talking to successful people and learning from them. And then he compiled everything that he learned from them into a book. And, and that became his, his tome or his, his, his calling card. or I, I don't know, there are so many names I suppose you could use for it. But it set him apart and made him known as the go-to guy for being successful. But he was just a curator. And, and I say just, there's n- certainly nothing uh, to diminish about a curator. They are fantastic and they do great work and they, they have their place, absolutely. And there's curation happening everywhere, you know, on the internet, outside of the internet, but it's not something that we really think about consciously like yes it's happening and we may be aware of it but we're not thinking about it in those terms another example that I have recently learned and would love to learn more about is I I believe his name is Michael Gallagher and he is the founder of herbmentor.com he was fascinated by herbs and he had he wanted to learn more he had a bit of a background in, uh, he, he worked for a nature school, and so he had some sort of background in the outdoors and maybe was exposed to some herbs in, in that s- scenario, but it certainly did not play heavily in his experience. But he was very interested and he wanted to learn more. So what he did was start a business. He started Herb Mentor. and he started curating content from these other specialists, these other herbalists that had all this experience and knew all this information and he went to all of them and, 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 and learned from them and he pulled all the things that he learned into one central location that has now become known as one of the go-to places to become an herbalist. So now he is, he's become known as the expert, but that's not how he started. You know, his business started very small and with an interest and a curiosity about herbs, and he turned it into this passion project that became his livelihood. And that is just, that I think that happens so often, but it's behind the scenes so we don't realize that that's what's happening. And I, I want to learn more about those people that are doing that because I think that is so fascinating to me. So I, I definitely want to interview Michael Gallagher. I can't interview Napoleon Hill at this point. I, uh, that's just it's out of the cards for me. Uh, but there are so many other people that curate for a living or who started their business curating the knowledge or experience of other people and they have turned it into their business and become the go-to person or they've become the expert themselves and and that is just I I I'm so fascinated by it so I want to go out and speak with these people and I want to interview them and I want to share what I learn along the way with with you and with my listeners and I want to reach a point where I can like Napoleon Hill take all of this information 
and share it with the world and teach the world how to start a business by following your interests and, and pursuing something you're curious about and, and curating content from, from other experts and, and people with the knowledge that you desire to have and bring it all together for the sake of your own audience and, and create your livelihood from that. And that's what I want to teach people. That's what I want to bring to this world. That's what I want to offer this world. That's what I want to be known for, is to be the curator of curators. And I want to play a part in bringing that word to more of a mainstream word, because I think there, I've been thinking about, you know, what other word I could use that would be maybe more, uh, people would be more familiar with or would make a little bit more sense and people would know as soon as they heard it, oh, okay, I know what that person does. And I can't think of another word. Curator is exactly the word that I'm looking for. It's exactly the word that makes sense. And so if it's a word that, that doesn't ring a bell for somebody, I want to introduce them to it and I want to show them what it means and what it could mean and I I want to bring this word mainstream because I think the role of a curator is so important and 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 it's happening everywhere already you know social content uh, blogs for instance all over the internet or even even newspapers and magazines that's all they are they're curators they're bringing information from other people from other areas and they're pulling it all into one place so you have this one one-stop shop for x y or z and that's what they are they're curators but we we don't use that word to describe them so we don't think of it in those terms but it truly is so i'm very excited about this and this is this is so me that I feel when it came to me, when I thought that, you know what, this is what I should do, and, and I accepted that, I, there was a weight that came off my shoulders because I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't trying, like, uh, trying, what, I, I wasn't forcing the issue. And I, to some degree, I was with other ideas forcing the issue is just I'm just trying to start a business I need to start a business I have to start a business I have to do something I have to create an income for my family you know I, I have to I have to have to have to and so uh, there was a degree within my thinking that said I just need to find something that's going to make me money as soon as possible and everything that I was really interested in wasn't going to do that but knowing that it wasn't going to do that, I, I didn't feel compelled to continue on that path. And when I thought about becoming the curator of curators and teaching other people how to start their own curating business, I, I was just so relieved and I felt, I felt a, a sense of peace and acceptance in, the, in terms of I am. I know this isn't going to make me money right away. I, I know that. I, I get that. It's going to take some time. I have to build an audience, and 
Who knows how long it'll take? Maybe it takes six months, maybe it takes a year. I don't know, but it definitely isn't gonna happen right away. But even knowing that and thinking of that, I was totally okay with that. I, I thought, you know what? This is perfect. Like this, I could see myself doing forever. And the reason I could see myself doing this forever is because I already do it all the time. It means that I am able to continue pursuing my love of learning for the sake of learning. Uh, you know, just, I, I can do that in every subject. So I don't have to stick to just the military. I can go talk to scientists and I can go talk to astronomers and I can go talk to to doctors and to nurses and to uh, city city workers. Uh, I can I can go talk to plumbers and I can go talk to electricians and I can go talk to so many different like every single industry you can think of I can go explore and still be within the realm of curation and that is so exciting to me because that is what I do now I I love reading I read all the time and I don't stick to one subject by any means I'm all over the board all over the map and I love it. You know, I'll go on, I'll go on um, these, these, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, where, where I, I pick a subject and I read a book about it and I'm fascinated. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to know more. So I might read, you know, two or three more books on that subject. And in the reading, I, my mind is piqued about a new topic and so I find a book about that new topic and then I'm like oh goodness and and I read two or three more books about that topic and it goes on and on and on and so my Amazon wish list is oh, I think it's hundreds of pages and it's all books and I, I like to look at it every once in a while and go back you know t from years ago when I, I put uh, books on my wish list from years ago and I still haven't read those books. I still haven't bought those books. But when I look at them, uh, you know, I still haven't read them or bought them because my 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 interest at the moment has passed on to something else. So so I've moved on to a new interest and a new uh, you know my mind is in a new place. So it still sits there in my wish list. And then when I find it again, I remember, I'm like, oh yes, I remember being so interested in this and I really wanted to learn more about it. And you know what? I would still love to read this book and I would still love to know more about this subject. That hasn't gone away. It's just that as I've evolved in, in curiosities, uh, I have... Uh, I haven't returned back to that one yet. So sometimes just seeing it brings me right back and I, I could just start right over with that curiosity. And and I love it. So, so the idea of finding people that are curating and then interviewing them and learning more about them, like there is no, there are no uh, boundaries that I have to abide by because Every subject is on the table, which is very exciting to me. No holds barred. So it, that's great. I could find, you know, whenever somebody comes up in any industry, they're going to be relevant to what I want to learn uh, because it's the act of curation 
that I want to learn about. How did they get into this? How did they start? Uh, you know, what what made them pursue this particular topic that they're pursuing? Uh, how long has it taken to get to a place where they realized that they could make a living from their interest? Uh, so many different questions, and I am very excited about interviewing people about what they do and how they do it. And this is a way for me to learn more about all these different topics. And I am like, why didn't I think of this before? Like, how has it taken me so many years to come to this conclusion and and to realize how I could use my passion for reading to start a business? Like, it's really blown my mind. I've felt for years that I had nothing to offer uh, with my, my hobby of reading. Like, what could I possibly do with that? Because there's lots of people with, that have the same hobby. There's tons of people that love to read. So what could I possibly do with it? And here it is, my friends. This is exactly how I can embody my love of reading and make it into something that helps other people. So I am very excited. And uh, and I'm going to take it slow. Uh, no rush. I don't expect this again to bring me money anytime soon, but I truly believe that over time it will. And I I have other things to report to you, but I have been chatting with you for quite a while now, so I'm going to let you go. But thank you so much for listening in, and I look forward to chatting with you tomorrow.